Welcome to Strategy Saturday. I'm Charles Crillo, and today we're going to be discussing what is cash for keys. Have you always wanted to invest in real estate, but didn't have the time, didn't know where to find the deals, couldn't get the funding, and didn't want tenants calling you? Since 2006, I've been buying income-producing properties in great locations that provide us with consistent passive income while we wait for appreciation in the future and take advantage of tax laws while we're waiting. And unlike your financial advisor, we invest alongside our investors in every property we purchase. Check out investwithharborside.com. If you like the idea of investing in real estate, if you like the idea of passive income, partner with us at investwithharborside.com. That's investwithharborside.com. It is advised to always speak to an attorney before evicting a tenant or performing a cash for keys procedure. Cash for keys is a method for a landlord or a bank if they are foreclosing to persuade a tenant to vacate a property in exchange for a set amount of money that both parties have agreed upon. Now, this is normally where I lose most non-landlords or landlords that have never had to evict a tenant. They want to get paid and it makes no sense for landlords who are owed money to pay someone that owes them. On the other hand, a seasoned landlord will be nodding their head during this explanation since they understand how expensive and painstaking it is to evict a non-paying tenant. Cash for keys is common in situations where the tenant is unable to afford the rental unit anymore. The landlord wants to avoid an eviction, avoid the unit being damaged, and get the unit re-rented as soon as possible. Other situations might include that the property is being sold, the unit needs to be empty during this, or the property was just sold and the new owners want the property empty. The tenant could be violating other terms of lease or receiving complaints from other tenants. So how the cash for keys process actually works. Now, some landlords will file an eviction first, and I feel this is incorrect in most cash for key situations. You really want to avoid an eviction altogether. That's the whole point of cash for keys. Now, the first step is to speak to the tenant face-to-face, if possible. You know, I would avoid emails or text. If you cannot speak face-to-face -face with them, give them a call. But every time I've performed a cash for keys, I did it face-to-face. -face. Make sure all the decision makers are present and see what they say or how they react to your proposal. Explain to them that they do not accept this. You will be starting an eviction that will stay on the record for seven years in most situations. Explain the benefits to them and make it a win-win. Now, the second step is deciding what is the cash amount you'll be offering. You know, ask them uh, what they will need to leave and then stop talking. And if they say something under $1,000, I would say I would wait a moment and I'd say yes. But if the unit is in good condition and if they move out by, say, X date, I will also walk the unit prior to formally agreeing. Normally, you'll walk the unit quickly right then. Just make sure there is no major damage to the unit or appliances. You're not doing a full uh, inspection of the property. You're literally going in and making sure that there's no major problems that are going to have to be repaired. Stuff that's painting, small repairs, cleaning, these are just minor things. You want possession of the unit back so you can clean it, do some small repairs, and rent it. Also, if you do not do a preliminary inspection now and you go through the process and the unit has major damages on move-out date, I mean, what are you really going to do? You can restart the process of cash for keys. You can start an eviction process. You can try to negotiate again. Um, or are you just going to pay the amount that you already agreed upon and eat the repairs? Either way, it's a lose-lose and for you because... The reason why you're doing this is to get them out as soon as possible and re-rent the unit. And I mean, honestly, getting the unit back, even if there are major repairs or major damages, is number one. I'd rather have the unit back right away than have someone sitting there for months 
with with or without the major repairs, the major damages. And I'd get it back, I'd fix it and get it re-rented and be done with it. Um, you don't want them just sitting in there because you can't come to a thing, uh, some sort of agreement. You want them out and you want to have it re-rented. Now the preliminary walkthrough gives you an idea of the unit condition. So on move out date, you can make sure it is the same and you are all set. Again, it's going to be a quick walkthrough, literally less than a minute. You go through the rooms, go through the bathrooms, you know, make sure it's not like missing appliances or there's something crazy wrong. And then once it's done, you can go forward with the cash for keys. If they are delinquent and they're asking for an amount over one month of rent, I would push back. You know, they're taking advantage. Try to get them to one month or tell them, you know, you're going to start the eviction. If you're moving out a good tenant, you need to offer them more money and give them several weeks to find a new place and move out. That's how I would do it. That's how I've done it in the past. And I would even have uh, assist with moving, not maybe personally, but you can give them money for movers or stuff like this. Next, once you've agreed to the price, you want to find a date to have them move out by. The sooner the better. Maybe add in a bonus if they're out sooner than later. For example, $1,000 in two weeks or $1,200 next week. And that's going to give them, motivate them a little more for you to get control and possession back of the unit and be done with this after you repair it. Next is signing a cash for keys agreement. And I used to keep blank rental applications and cash for keys agreement with me when I self-manage properties. You should bring two blank cash for keys agreements with you. Once you agree, complete them with the tenant's information, the amount, and the date. Each party signs two copies, and each party will receive a fully executed agreement. If you need a boilerplate cash for keys agreement, sign up for our newsletter at harborsidepartners.com. We will automatically send you a link where you can download all of our free resources, including a cash for keys agreement. The final step is move out. But before we get to that, it's going to be like the process up to move out. And I would call and text the tenant a few days before and then the day before to make sure you were still on track. If they're delinquent tenants, they've broken agreements before and you need to keep following up. On move out date, show up once they have moved out with cash, um, a receipt book, the agreement and the new keys. Once they're out, inspect the unit quickly as we spoke about before, give them the cash and have them sign a receipt acknowledging that they received the cash and changed the locks. You can now repair, clean and re-rent the unit. And the security deposit is another point we should touch on. And the security deposit is a separate transaction from cash for keys. But you know, if you're planning on doing cash for keys, the tenant is most likely already delinquent. Most landlords will let the tenant slide much longer than they should. In most instances, it's going to be over a month, and most security deposits are usually one month. So usually they've really eaten up their security deposits. But you still have to formally, following the your laws, your state laws, you have to let them know what's going on with your security deposit. If it's not being returned or you're not giving it back in full, you have to document this. Um, the return of the security deposit is separate for cash for keys. It can't be all lumped together. A couple tips for cash for keys. The agreement should always be in writing. The agreement needs to provide protections from future lawsuits against the landlord. You want to have proof of the transaction. So if you're giving them cash, you want to have them sign a receipt that says they've received that set amount in cash that was on the agreement. Minimal negotiations with the tenant. I mean, this is really a gift you are offering the tenant. If they want a crazy amount of money, like $5,000 for $1,000 a month apartment, you know, tell them you're going to start the eviction and give them, tell them what your limit is, like $1,000, that's your limit, that's all you can do. 
and because they're just unreasonable you're it's going to be even cheaper for you just hopefully to do the eviction and hopefully they'll go out sooner than later i mean have a more stringent tenant screening process in the future and that will avoid you having to go through this again what to avoid when doing cash for keys so when you're explaining what cash for keys is and you're proposing this don't harass the tenant or bully them into accepting they might not accept right there on the first time. You know what I mean? It might be something that you call them back a day or two later or you text them, hey, did you speak to you know your spouse about this? I mean, what are we going to do? Uh, I need to have an answer by this. I mean, this is kind of how you want to leave it. When you don't want to leave it wide open, you want to give them a deadline of this is when you're going to accept it. Now, with cash for keys or with any non-paying tenant or any tenant issues, you never, never change locks. You never disconnect utilities. Um, you never like remove a door. All these different like horror stories you hear landlords do. That's this is all illegal. You cannot do it. Uh, if you ever do an eviction or anything like that, they're definitely going to side with the tenant. It's better just to follow the law. If you have any questions on what the law is, speak to an attorney. In closing, cash for keys is a great option for landlords that I've used several times myself when I used to self manage my properties. I suggest landlords in all states utilize cash for keys, and especially in non-landlord-friendly cities and states. You're going to minimize your loss of rental income, save time, and save money, both legal fees and repair costs. So I hope you enjoyed. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe. Submit comments and potential show topics at globalinvestorspodcast.com. Look forward to two more episodes next week. See you then. Nothing in this episode should be considered specific, personal, or professional advice. Any investment opportunities mentioned on this podcast are limited to accredited investors. Any investments will only be made with proper disclosure, subscription documentation, and are subject to all applicable laws. Please consult an appropriate tax, legal, real estate, financial, or business professional for individualized advice. Opinions of guests are their own. Information is not guaranteed. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss. The host is operating on behalf of Syndication Superstars, LLC, exclusively.